I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Retreats, point says go right there. Caught, lamb again. You know, this is a time for all of us to be selfish. You know, every player, every coach, every support staff member, because, you know, we, we put so much into this season, getting ready for the season, and we're right where we need to be. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. The Dallas Cowboys highlights, and then the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, Mike McCarthy, taking on his former team, the Green Bay Packers, on Sunday afternoon, or maybe, just maybe, a guy by the name of Billy Belichick. I'm sure he's watching the games because he likes football, but maybe with a special eye towards that game in case the Dallas Cowboys lose. Maybe I'm creating something here that doesn't exist. Or maybe, just maybe, your boy's ahead of the curve. Pro sports better Rob Pozzola will join us in just a moment. He'll give us uh, thoughts on all six games. Super Wild Card Weekend. 20 minutes from now, you, the listener and viewer, you get an hour of me and Ken Barkley talking all six games, Super Wild Card Weekend, all the line moves from the last 48 hours, all the updated injury information. We will bring it all to you. Also, coming up later in the show, the betting spin on all the coaching news, Belichick out in New England, Vrabel out in Tennessee, Carroll out in Seattle, Saban retiring from Alabama, along with our bets for tonight. But joining us right now, curious, I'll ask him the... uh, the outdoor question also. He's a Canadian, so maybe it'll be like a turnoff answer. Pro sports better Rob Bazzola here, breaking down all the games Super Wild Card Weekend. Uh, Rob is on Twitter, at Rob Bazzola. Rob's sports betting content company is The Hammer. We had Kanish on earlier in the show. Kanish from The Hammer. Other You Better You Bet guests on The Hammer as well. At The Hammer HQ. Rob's sports betting podcast is circles off and we'll get to rob's dallas cowboys against the packers in a moment he joins us here on the show what's going on buddy welcome back to you better you bet nick and ken happy super wild card weekend to you and yours how much would we have to pay you to sit outdoors at arrowhead for three plus hours on saturday night in minus 25 degree temperature these hypotheticals are always tough because i don't know what the exact number is until you like see the money in front of you but it would be very high. Like, I don't like the cold at all. I'm miserable over the course of the winter. I know you mentioned I'm, I'm Canadian, but like I live in Toronto. The, the, the southern point of Ontario is still very much like further south than a lot of those northern U.S. states. We don't get a ton of wind here. And even at our temperatures, I can't deal with it. I went to a November football game, late November in Cincinnati one time, where I was miserable buying hot chocolates just to warm my hands there were like i don't even know what the number is nick honestly i honestly think it might be north of like a hundred thousand dollars i'm not exaggerating (laughs) i i i would not want i will not wish that upon anyone uh and definitely it won't be me that's out there uh, unless it's a significant amount 
It's just like no one knows what each other's number is, and then everybody comes on and it's it's always like fifty thousand or a hundred thousand, and everybody says it's a lot, and they're always like, I don't know if this is the right number, but and it's like, yeah, we all land and here's, kind of in and, the here, same place. and here's and here's Chiefs fan sixty nine on Twitter with like a tomahawk, like a, right. like a in red and yellow on his chest, going to be out there, like, yeah, yeah, great, shirtless, okay. yeah, all, right. all right, all right, buddy. Uh, <laughs> so, Rob, let's try to hit uh, all all six games with you if we can. Even like, look, you know, we we had this with Chernoff too. It's just. You know, we don't expect you to be like, oh, the number's wrong in like an NFL playoff game. And like, nobody knows it except you. But just we've all got kind of strong opinions about who we think is going to win some of these games. I, I'm sure you're the same way. You watch a lot of games. You think about a lot of games. Browns two on the road against Houston. Rematch of a game played earlier this year, but different quarterbacks now. 44 and a half the total. Uh, do you have a strong opinion on this game? I do not. Now, interesting because of the Denzel Ward injury today and the market kind of ticking towards Houston because of that. When Denzel Ward was out from weeks 12 to 14, the Browns really didn't play a different style of defense. They were still a heavy man coverage team. Martin Emerson took the starting spot. He performed pretty well in in that role. This will be interesting to me to see if they do change that around if Ward doesn't go. And things are not looking great for him right now. Part of the reason why C.J. Stroud, not great against man coverage, uh, it's not abysmal either. He ranks 20th out of 32 quarterbacks in EPA against man this year, but it's a significant drop-off versus when he va- faces zone defenses. To me, I made this game about roughly one and a half. So it's Houston or nothing. I'm not. I'm just not getting the price here. But I do feel like the Browns are a little bit overvalued in the sense that the way we talk about Joe Flacco is maybe not true to what reality is. Flacco is a monumental upgrade over P.J. Walker and DTR and even the way Deshaun Watson was playing this year. But he's also struggling with turnovers since he's come back into the league. And that could really cost them in this game. This will be the second time that the Texans defense has seen him, which in my opinion is very important. And the first time that the Browns are going to see C.J. Stroud because when they played previously this year, it wasn't him. It was Case Keenum starting. So small lean to the Texans. I'm not quite there yet. Uh, but I, I mean, teaser territory for Houston as well. I, I think this is a pretty solid teaser uh, in the sense that I, I just don't expect the Texans to get blown out at home. Let's do like a minute uh, on like the next five games just to make sure we get all of them in. Rob, the Chiefs, and also like I, I spent time talking about the weather to start, so it's my bad. Chiefs, a four and a half point home favorite on Saturday night, total 43 and a half. I have zero confidence in this game. Like, I don't even want to make an entertainment bet on this game because I just don't know how to price the Miami Dolphins right now with the million injuries that they have. Like, the linebacking core this week would have been great in, like, 2014, but it's 2023, and Melvin Ingram, Bruce Irvin, and Justin Houston in your linebacking core not exactly giving me the most confidence going up against Patrick Mahomes. Then you add in the fact Xavier Howard's probably not going to play. Javon Holland and Deshaun Elliott are on the injury list. I I cannot price this game accurately. Then you throw in the weather, which is like, okay, what's going to happen in this situation? We've seen like eight games this cold in NFL history. And yes, it tends to suppress scoring. But is that enough of a sample size where I'm going to formulate a strong opinion on it? No. If you really, really ask me to play something, I would take the Dolphins. But I think there's a lot of scenarios here where the Chiefs actually blow the Miami Dolphins out. I mean, counterpoint, maybe the ball is so heavy, no one can throw it. And all the defensive injuries are kind of irrelevant. Maybe that's why I just answered. Yeah. And then to be fair, like then it's Isaiah Pacheco for 200 yards against this team. Whatever, yes. it doesn't matter. Uh, Bills, Bills 10, I just, in a game where everyone's going to blow away at the end of the game, Bills 10 and 35 and a half. What do we like here? I'm really surprised the Steelers haven't taken money in this game 
just because of the weather conditions. Like the, the, the bills are way better than the Steelers. Like if, if this was just optimal conditions, I would lay the 10 with Buffalo. This, we're getting into like literally the forecast as it stands now is very, very similar to that Patriots bills game that we remember from a couple years ago where like nobody could throw the ball downfield and it was just a run fest. That to me just works in the favor of the Steelers because it condenses the game. It makes these teams more equal. It's men against men at that point, rather than Buffalo being able to throw downfield. And listen, the Steelers have a chance to keep it within single digits when it's just like men on men in that type of situation. Minka Fitzpatrick back, Demonte KZ back. They get their starting safeties. Everyone wants to talk about TJ Watt being out. But that's kind of like mitigated a little bit when you don't have to rush the quarterback because nobody's passing the ball. It's not like a significant injury for this particular game. So my number in the game is eight. Well, in between eight, eight and a half. It's not a super edge, but I I mean, if these conditions hold up, I definitely like Pittsburgh plus 10. For, for some reason, the uh, the two and a half men theme song has entered my head. Uh, you better you bet with Nick and <laughs> men, Ken on a men, Thursday. Men. Rob, men, 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 men. Rob Pizzola joining us on the show. Bets for Super Wild Card Weekend. Rob, your Cowboys have touched out. You got the you got the home game, the two seed NFC East title, and now here comes Jordan Love, Matt Lafleur, and the Green Bay Packers. Dallas a touchdown favorite at home, total fifty and a half. I'm scared to death in this game as a Cowboys fan. That doesn't mean I'm going to take Green Bay, but I do think that there's a lot of path to success for Green Bay, particularly on the ground in this game. Green Bay runs a lot of these inside zone concepts with Aaron Jones. Cowboys haven't really been able to defend that all year, whether Jonathan Hankins has been in the lineup or not. So I do think that they're going to be able to move the ball from that perspective. Also, they take shots downfield. And Dallas is a very boomer bust defense, right? They play a lot of man. They'll cheat to try to, to make some picks but they can get burned over the top. So that makes Green Bay very dangerous in this game. I am very confident in Dallas scoring points. I do think the look is the over in this game. And we can talk ad nauseum about Dallas's home road splits. I mean, it's a fast track. They pass the ball a lot. They're going to have some significant matchup advantages, especially since Jair Alexander rolled his ankle today as well. Imagine if he doesn't go in this game, what Dallas can do in the passing game. So I think the total's actually a little bit light here. I expect Dallas to score in the 30s. I think Green Bay's forced into a state where they can they have to throw down field, and I think that they can in this game as well. So uh, give me a you know a small lean on the over. If I had to bet the game, it would be the Packers, but very little confidence in that. We all like the over. Uh, I like to hear that. Uh, Rob, another projected high-scoring game Sunday night. So these two games back-to-back, obviously. Lions 3 at home against Matthew Stafford and the Rams going back to Detroit. 51.5, another high total. About 45 seconds here, please. This on paper should be a dream matchup for Jared Goff because his numbers against cover 3, cover 4, cover 6 are off the charts good. That's what the Rams play on defense. But then you have to add in the factor that Sean McVay knows this very well. And they have a good defensive coordinator in Raheem Morris. I would be floored if the Rams don't mix up their defensive looks based off of that uh, experience with Jared Goff. I'm just a believer in the Rams, guys. Like Kyron Williams with this team, with Kyron Williams on the field, the Rams' success rate is 48%. Without him on the field, it's been 38%. There's a reason they went on a torrid pace down the stretch here. I mean, they almost beat Baltimore in Baltimore. What more do we have to see? Uh, I think the Rams at plus three is, is a decent bet. I know it's the square public underdog of the week. I don't really care. I'm all, all aboard on the Rams train. Uh, I don't think that there's that much a difference between these two teams. Uh, agree. Uh, let's close, buddy. Monday Night Football, Eagles laying three at the Bucks, 43 and a half the total in about 45 seconds. Yeah, I like the Bucks in this game. Um, the Eagles are a mess. 
I've been betting against them pretty frequently in the latter half of the season. I don't think the market's caught up to how bad they are. A.J. Brown misses practice today. Jalen Hurts hasn't thrown a ball this week. Maybe that might be a problem if your quarterback can't throw the football. But the defense, most importantly, is a disaster. Like the Matt Patricia experiment, it's over. I don't know how this guy keeps getting jobs in the league, but James Bradbury's cooked as a corner. They have injuries at safety as well now. I'm not high on the Bucs. I kind of wish I could have faded both of these teams in the playoffs. Maybe we'll get the opportunity next week. Uh, but I'm still on the fade train with the Eagles. To me, this is just nowhere near the team that they were earlier on in the year. I make this price uh, short of three. And actually, this is my favorite play of the week at the current market lines. Tampa Bay plus three. Fire the cannons. Uh, Rob, we appreciate it, wow. buddy. Uh, enjoy the games this weekend. Appreciate you joining us on a Thursday this week uh, on Twitter at Rob Bazola, The Hammer HQ on Twitter. Circles off as the sports betting podcast. Good luck with the bets. Enjoy the games. And we will talk to you next week, maybe to talk about Cowboys in the divisional round. Uh, enjoy, yeah. buddy. Give me Cowboys Bucks, baby. Let's go. Cowboys Bucks. Talk. Yeah, I bet, I'm, I'm sure Cowboys that's what futures. you want. Get way better if that happens. Yeah, jeez. Indeed they do. All right. Two hours down, two more to go. Next hour, all me and Ken talking Super Wild Card Weekend in the NFL.